Hi everyone, it's Sarah again. I'm ready to try another episode of my Korean drama obsession. I talked in the pilot episode about which dramas I was watching now and which ones I might start with. I'm going to start with Melting Me Softly. It's a contemporary drama. It's created by Studio Dragon, produced by writer Baek Mi Kyung. It airs on a Saturday and Sunday. Studio Dragon started up in 2016, and it's produced some really popular works. Uh, Another Miss O, Legend of the Blue Sea, Dr. John. Um, they also had a hand in Hey Ghost, Let's Fight, The K2, uh, Goblin, Korean Odyssey. I mean, it's a wide list of productions that they've helped with. Um, back to Melting Me Softly. Based on feedback or lack thereof, I'm going to start the first podcast on a drama with a brief overview of the main actors and or actresses to kind of give you a feel of, of where they are. The first actor I'm going to talk about is Ji Chang-wook. He acts as Ma Dong-chan in Melting Me Softly. This is his first acting role after being discharged from the military. For those of you who don't know, Korea, South Korea has a conscript military service for males of a certain age. You may have seen him in Healer or Suspicious Partner, which were both great dramas. He's been in 13 dramas and 7 movies, gotten 4 awards for his work thus far. He's a production director in Melting Me Softly for a popular variety show at a big broadcasting company. He wants to branch out from variety and comedy and into something with more depth and opportunity to work on a cryogenic experiment is exactly what he's looking for. He even goes so far as to step in to be an experimental subject for a 24-hour test run. At the time of the drama broadcast, He's 32 years old. Because I want to mention the age. Some of the dramas are staged in high school. Uh, they're high school times dramas, but the actors may be 27, 28. It's fascinating to me. In this drama, he's 32. All right, moving on to the next actress. The second actress, actor I want to talk about in Milti Me Softly is Wan Jina who is playing the role of Gomi Ron. This actress has six movies and three drama series on her record, That's including Milty Me Softly. I just love her work, and I'm a little sad that this is the first time I'm seeing her. She's an amazing actress. Her expressions, her tone, and actions are all relatable and natural. The plucky character in this drama with a take-no-crap attitude fits her well. In this drama, Gomi Ron is a variety show contestant that hardly turns down any role but even she balks at a cryogenic experiment. Eventually, Ma Dong Chan convinces her to represent the female test subject between promising cash for her family and the possibility of helping her sick brother out in the future. At the time of the drama, she is 28 years old. The third actor actress I want to talk about in this drama, now that we've discussed the two main players, is Yoon Se Ah. She acts as Naha Young in Melting Me Softly. She has 11 movies, including three made for television and 17 dramas to her title. I've seen her in My Sassy Girl and Goo Family Book, or both outstanding dramas. In this drama, she plays the role of Ma Dong Chan's girlfriend post-thawing. So basically, she's the older woman who meets up with him after he's been on ice for 20 years. In the downtime, in Ma Dong Chan's downtime, she's gained some traction in the broadcasting company since he went missing. That's now a high-ranking reporter for the news agency. 
it's going to be interesting to see how things shape up between these two former lovers. For sure. I'm watching Melting Me Softly on the Vicky Rakuten app. I pay a fee monthly for it to be advertisement-free. That is much less frustrating for me. And it enhances my experience with the app and the drama. Turnaround for English subbing is typically less than a day after the episodes come out. But you want to check and make sure what the percentage is at the bottom of each title to make sure you don't get started before they've finished translating. It has a 9.6 rating out of 10 on Viki. Asian Wiki doesn't have a ton of votes yet, but there is an 87% rating there for now. This is a contemporary drama. It branches out into separate subgenres like comedy, romance, sci-fi, even fantasy. Other titles for this drama in different translations are Make Me Melt and Let Me Melt, and it will definitely make you melt. Treat yourself to this cool drama as soon as your queue opens up. Alright, we're ready to dig into episode one of Melting Me Softly. The title of the episode is The Revival of a Frozen Human, The Origin of Cryogenics. The first episode opens up with Ma Dong Chan heading down a hallway, dramatically, which opens into a cryogenics lab. He's talking to a doctor and a doctor's assistant about the experiment, possibly helping to make the world a better place. Ma Dong Chan seems to think showing the world a successful experiment will help advance cryogenics. Fast forward, and we see a, a flash of Ma Dong Chan and an unknown female in their cryogenic pods, and the timer set to 24 hours. Production assistants are shooting video of the experiment, and the doctor steps in to keep them from videoing other pods or wandering around. The next cut introduces us to Go Miran. She's in her bedroom dancing and answers a phone call only to find out she's being turned down for a job. Understandably, she tells off the lady for calling to tell her that she didn't get the job. Who calls to tell someone they didn't get a job anyway? Apparently, we find out that Go Miran also studies Chinese, and over food, her mom just tells her to get married after graduating college. We also meet her little brother and see that they're very close. When the broadcasting station calls, Gomiran heads over for a crazy-looking water rocket experiment. At the water rocket experiment sit, when the guy who's supposed to do the video box is shooting from a raised platform, Ma Dong Chan coolly steps in and says he'll do it in one go. Gomiran straps the water rocket on her back, gets launched into the air. It's wild. It's crazy. It's 100% Gomiran. They get the shot, and she gets paid, which helps her family. The next cut is an award ceremony, where Ma Dong Chan gets recognized, and he introduces everyone to his girlfriend, Na Ha Young. They seem to care for each other a lot. He says he wants to do what others don't want to do, and this foreshadows the direction of his work with the cryogenics experiment. We have a flashback where he's trying to convince his girlfriend the experiment's safe, and she tries to talk him out of it. Obviously, she's not a fan of him turning into a human popsicle. He tells her that he's never failed once, and she accused him of not thinking of her at all. They find out now that no females have applied for the experiment, and someone suggests go with me Ron because she works like she has ten lives. But she turns him down hard, saying she has trauma from the previous experiments as it is. After go Ron says, see if the PD wants to do it, the production director wants to do it, she's talking about Ma Dong Chan. If he's so sure about the experiment, the assistant tells her he is doing it and even ups the price they're offering. She meets with the doctor and goes through the materials for the experiment but continues to turn it down. The assistant tells Ma Dong Chan that he's going to send her to talk to a specialist. 
who actually ends up being a shaman. And that shaman tells her that she'll meet the man for her in 20 years after being really, really cold. She's obviously not happy to hear that she's going to be meeting the man of her dreams in 20 years. But it's more foreshadowing for us. In the next scene, Ma Dong Chan is meeting Naha Young, his girlfriend at the theater. And Go Miran is meeting her boyfriend there. The boyfriend seems a little obnoxious. He keeps talking about Freud. After walking Go Miran home, he tries to make moves on her. But her little brother unintentionally blocks it. <laughs> Naha Young tells Ma Dong Chan to ease up. And try not to live life so hard. And he says, I will follow my heart in everything. And adds, so that I won't regret it when I die. They kiss goodbye. He gives her a ring and end scene. Alright, now we are back in the lab. The doctor catches the PD assistant trying to take a peek at the other people who are in the capsules. And threatens to cut the filming. Uh, The doc also has a flashback of a shooting. And we realize that there is a little something extra up with this whole experiment. The chief of the variety department doesn't want to touch a cryogenics program and mentions that they can't seem to dig up any info on the doctor, which is a little odd. But Ma Dong Chan manages to convince him. It quickly becomes obvious that Ma Dong Chan could sell ketchup to a lady wearing white gloves. And we are finally back to Go Mi Ran, the leading lady. She is with her friends, taking profile pictures at a park. Tell me this isn't a throwback. They're using the old school cameras. <laughs> And winding them. She's taking a bunch of pictures, but sees her boyfriend out on the lake loving up on a girl in a paddle boat. Okay, guys, prepare to meet the real Go Miran. This is, hands down, my favorite scene in episode one. She shoves past the PD to get at her cheating boyfriend, Huang Wang Shim. Her friends jump in the paddle boat to help her out, and the chase is on. Everyone is on the shore watching the show. It, this in itself could be a variety show. There's lots of screaming and pedaling, and eventually Gomi Ron leaps from her paddle boat in an attempt to kill Huang Byung Shim. It's epic. The cops are called by the chick who was with Huang Byung Shim, and uh, Ma Dong Chan says that maybe she needs to cool off after all, and asks her for the umpteenth time why she lived like that. Why do you live like that? <laughs> we notice that Byung Shim and the girl he was with are wearing soul plus mate shirts. Like one of them is wearing a soul shirt and the other one's wearing a mate shirt. And Miran is wearing a shirt that says mate, which is obviously given to her by Byung Shim, like given to both girls, add insult to injury. He continues to quote Freud and try, tries to say that he loves many girls and he can't help it. It's so ridiculous. And to top it all off, he starts crying. Aside from the shady, shady foreshadowing about the lab, Ma Dong Chan meets again with Go Miran, and they talk about their dreams. All she wants is to make a living earnestly, happily, without shame. He tells her it's the same dream he has, and she basically calls him out for trying to convince her to do the experiment and accuses him of faking a smile, which he says that he can't do. He says he went to the park to convince her to do the experiment and saw her destroy her boyfriend, and he applauds her for punishing a cheater. He said he was so impressed he dreamt about her. And then she asked him if he has weird fantasies about getting beaten up. The whole scene here is adorable. And he mentions again that he's lived his life doing things others won't do. And he saw a little bit of that in her. He also mentions the possibility of this experiment opening up an avenue to heal people who cannot be treated with medicine. And in the end, that's what hooks Gomiran because of her brother. Something passes between them. 
Madong Chan stops to take a call, and Go Miran has a flashback of finding her little brother being bullied because of his mental condition. When Ma Dong Chan comes back from taking the call and finds her crying, he tells her she doesn't have to do the experiment. She excuses herself. Another cultural note to make is phone answering in the middle of stuff. Um, it's, it's more acceptable in South Korea. So you will see more of that in the dramas. Not that it's rude. It's just uh, professional and businesslike, and you should expect that to happen. All right, we're at the end of the episode. Everything kind of comes together. Gomiran tells Ma Dong Chan that she'll do the experiment, and he tells her to come back with parental consent, at which point she tells him that she's an adult. Thank you very much. Her conditions are autographs of a popular band for a little brother, and she wants to meet a popular singer that's coming in the next month. In the lab, the doctor runs in and tells the PD assistant who's filming the, the time that they're frozen, they can't film the thawing scene, and they have to leave. It's quickly obvious that something's up. The doc's freaking out. The variety show chief is freaking out. The doc's assistant has his panties in a twist. It's two hours to thaw time, and the doctor's running out for some random something. And we see someone follow him. There's a chase, and the doctor's car blows up. Everything seems to go to poop rather quickly at the end of the episode. And when the capsules start thawing and the doc's not there, the assistant extends the freeze through some kind of failsafe. And that's the end of episode one. Based on the build-up to this point, I would definitely watch it again. If for nothing else, the leading actor and lady, who have excellent skills and well-developed characters in this drama, the preview at the end is definitely a hook. I mean, when people who are gone for 20 years suddenly show up, and the world and everyone they know has moved on without them, what's going to happen? We'll do a spotlight at the end of the episode. Um, Characters I wanted to hug, we'll pick one. I would definitely go with uh, Gomi Ron, right? Characters I wanted to punch in the throat. Let's let's go with Gomi Ron's boyfriend. I feel like he deserved it. If you enjoyed the drama, if you enjoyed the review the podcast, please leave me a comment. If you'd like to see something else, also put it out there. Thanks for listening.